Welcome to the Arizona Pickleball League Podcast. Presented by Jigsaw Health. It's fun to feel good. And now, your hosts, Ashley LaRue and the Orchard Security Guy. Hello, Arizona Pickleball family, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with none other than the Orchard Security Guy. Hello, everybody. And we are here, episode 30 of the Arizona Pickleball League podcast. Can you believe that? Wow, 30 of these bad boys. I know. Time flies when you're having fun. We are heading into game four, match four, rather, of season two tomorrow night. So we're excited to talk a little bit about the matchup. But first, I did get wind that you have been doing a little bit of freelance work over at Chicken and Pickle over the weekend. Yes, we pulled a double uh, the other day and we went over to Chicken and Pickle. Um, they had a, an event there. They needed some extra security um, and they were short a chicken. Oh, that is, that's like so, baiting. So, you know, I didn't, I wasn't around some of that. I had some it's really challenging. They've got indoor and outdoor. Yeah. And so I'm inside, I'm outside. I'm not sure if a chicken got thrown or not because I was just, you know, watching some cornholes, making sure they're proper distance. It was it was a lot, but we, we took care of it. They have a lot going on over there. Yeah. Now, yes. tell me about the cramping situation. How, how did the crampers do? We did really good. We were all supplied with all the electrolytes, uh, pickleball cocktail, and... Um, I'm not sure we had one cramper. At least nobody went down. Not not that. on my watch when I was there. That's right. Cornholers were good, too. No cramping over there, either. Excellent. So, well, thank you for your service. Yeah. I'm sure Chicken and Pickle is thrilled to have had you on site. It was nice to be out there. What a great facility. It really is. Really great beautiful. facility. Uh, well, let's t- take a quick moment to recap what happened last week. Then I'll introduce our guest, and we have another little twist to throw at you guys today. Well... In our business, we have we we kind of have it as your normal streakers, but we had a half streaker. Oh, half streaker! It was a half streaker, um, and I've seen it before. It wasn't I wasn't surprised by it, but it just kind of caught me off guard. Um, they had a half streaker, which is just shirt only. Uh, Wait, shirt on or off? Yeah, shirt was off. Okay, and they had a sign that had this big fat head. Well, come to find out, I didn't know because I was kind of behind the gentleman, but I saw him kind of last second get in front of the first row right here, and then I just engage. I don't know what happened at that point, but I just engage and I take off. I mean, I might have knocked people over. I don't know for sure. I got to the gentleman right in time before I got somebody in the red chairs right here. Spun him around, noticed it was... DJ Pickles, fathead, wasn't damaged. He was just holding it. But he had I Love DJ Pickle written on his chest. On his bare skin. I couldn't see that because I was coming, streaking myself at a high rate of speed from the back of the room. I didn't (laughs) knock him over. I didn't want to knock him over and scab him up and everything. But I did realize at the last second, DJ Pickle interrupted and said, whoa, 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 whoa. It's my number one fan. Oh. And so... He let him through. We were, everything was good. Now, we don't condone half streaking here or full streaking, but you know what? 
It was supporting the league. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Very good. Well, how did the match go? The match? Oh, by the way, yeah, we did have a match. <laughs> so it was actually really good. We ended up having our first coin toss for our second set breaker. That was exciting. Yeah. So Stingers came out hot 15-8. Tempe took the next one. So set breaker number one, which was really good. I think we were 3-3 for a while. And then uh, Stingers ended up winning. Uh, I'm sorry. Tempe ended up winning 5-3 on that. Mm-hmm. And then on the second one, uh, Stingers won 15-7 in the gender women's, and then gender men was 15-13, really close. So then we need a coin flip to decide whether it's going to be women gender or men gender in the second set breaker. Right. Um, Tempe won the toss, chose men, and actually did really well. They won 5-0 in that second one to take the match. So... Super exciting. I love the format. I love having the coin flip. Um, you know, I, I was hoping for a match breaker, but maybe this maybe week. Maybe this week, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a nail-biter match the entire time. Without further ado, let's introduce Patrick Sullivan Jr. Hey, guys. My handsome husband also. Oh, I love you, honey. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. And I just want to say that that streaker, what a nice guy. I mean, anybody that loves DJ Pickle that much is a friend of mine. And he asked, he asked for me to sign. I gave him a nice dot, dot, smiley face right on his nipple. I'm sure he hasn't washed since. Would you? <laughs> yeah. Did you use two dots or did you use one dot and then a smiley face? Dot, dot, eyeball, eyeball, smiley face. It was face. not a winky face. So the face. nipple is the nose. Oh, Okay. Are we allowed to say nipple on this program? I don't know. Let's move on from this. We probably should. So let's get back to the match last week. The fact that we had not one, but two set breakers. We also had three or four challenge chickens. Ooh. I believe it was four. I think it was four. So this is something we've been curious about from the beginning when we introduced this new format. The timing differentials based on if we have set breakers, if we don't, if we have a lot of challenges, if we don't, if all the teams take their timeouts. So, Patrick, tell us how long the match was last Tuesday. Last Tuesday, week three, that match was two hours and 45 minutes of broadcast time. Which is longer than we wanted it to be. By about 45 minutes. Yes. So our goal has always been to keep it right around that two-hour mark. Um, Before we go into what tweak we're going to make moving forward to keep that from happening again, for those of you who don't know what we did differently this season versus last season in terms of the scoring format, Patrick, why don't you give us a little recap of that? In season one, we introduced the concept of a game clock. And another concept, cumulative scoring. So season one was four quarters, cumulative scoring. Each quarter was 20 minutes in length, and the clock only ran during the last 20 minutes. I'm sorry. The clock only ran during the last two minutes when the ball was in play. And those matches, I mean, almost on the dot, were about two hours and three minutes or something like that. And so we liked the predictability that the clock brought, and it brought an interesting element of like, okay, I'm in this match. I'm in this quarter. I got to play. But what we also found is about 50% of the time, matches were about 10 points or greater. The difference was about 10 points or greater. And we felt like from a fan perspective, that was just too 
it was, was too far away. It was a we kind of considered it a blowout. Yeah, because of the accumulative scoring, it didn't reset each quarter. The score just continued to build on itself. So if you know in the second game or the third game, one team pulled ahead. 10 points, sometimes more, it really put that fourth game in a place where the the guys who happened to play that fourth game were like, I don't feel like we can dig out of this hole. And so it was kind of a bummer that way. And we wanted to fix that and make the format such that the fourth game always mattered and that each, you know, each game had a fresh start, so to speak, right? Correct. Yeah, you were mentioning, and Ashley just brought it up, 10 points going into that last quarter or more uh, to make up. Mm-hmm. I just want to clarify that. Thank you. <laughs> so after season one ended, I was having a conversation with one of the general managers of the Surprise Stinger, Scott Kilpatrick, and he kind of threw out a random idea. What if we did, like, sets? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, tennis, game, set, match. And at first, I kind of threw it away. as like, that doesn't make any sense. That seems weird. But we started talking about it, and it kind of did make sense. So what we adopted is a game, set, match format. The match is comprised of two sets, and each set is comprised of two games. So set one is mixed doubles, games to 15, and if there is a 1-1 tie... Then we'd play a third game uh, set breaker, a game to five. Then in the second set, very similar, but it's gender doubles, games to 15. If there's a tie, we play a set breaker to five. And it made for the first three weeks, the fourth game set to game two, very, very good because it really mattered. And we've talked with Scott and with Amy and uh, Mike. All of the general managers thus far have been like, this format is awesome because I am on pins and needles in game four because I don't want to go to a set breaker or another manager may want to get to a set breaker. So it basically made all four games really matter. Correct. And... The if if one team takes set one and the other team takes set two, then there's a match breaker, which is a really fun thing that we haven't had yet. But if that happens, the match breaker is a game to 15 singles mm-hmm. and the players rotate every four points. Yeah. And in that format, we use rally score. Yes. So every four rallies, uh, the players rotate. So you get to see every single player play some singles. It's very exciting. Um, I don't know. We might have one tomorrow. Yeah, I think early on, we we actually had a preseason podcast, but we had some technical difficulties, and I think we scrapped that, so that's why the crew invited me back today to be to a recap. guest. Yeah. And uh, to recap what we're doing here, the uh, I predicted, I believe, I think I said 75% of the time, I think we'll get either a set breaker or a match breaker. So far, I think that has been true. Uh, we've had Three matches. Twice we've had at least one set breaker. Only in week two did we have all four games uh, sort of clean sweep, let's call it. Ooh, that's a good word. We should write that down. Clean sweep. Noted. <laughs> and uh, this week, who knows? Maybe we'll get a set breaker. Maybe we'll get a match breaker. But Ashley, are you ready for me to reveal the change? I am. We decided uh, to make games instead of to 15. Win by one win by one, games to 11, win by one. And I can walk you through the data that we looked at, if you would like. 
Yeah, why don't you just give us a, an overview of that? How could you say no? I mean, I don't think it was an option, was it? Not really. <laughs> In the first three weeks, we played, uh, that's essentially 12 games to 15. And in 11 instances, the team that got to 11 points first also got to 15 points first. Mm -hmm. So it it sort of made us feel like, okay, there wasn't a last-minute comeback that happened, except for in week one, the tornadoes were down to the scorchers 11 to 10, and the tornadoes came back and won, I believe it was 15 to 13. Pythons. Sorry, yes, uh, pythons in week one. Correct. Thank you for that. Um, So that was the only instance where uh, going to 15 uh, changed. The other thing is that broadcast length was a lot different. So uh, in three weeks, we've had an average broadcast length of about two hours and 23 minutes. Had we stopped each game at 11, the broadcast length would have been about an hour and 53 Mm-hmm, which and is that, not right. Yeah, I, I would say that we want to leave you, the fans, wanting more. Yeah, always. Do you agree with that? I do. I think right at two hours is great timing. I yeah, especially on a Tuesday night. And, you know, we want to keep people engaged. So yep. I think it'll be a good change. I'm excited to see it play out tomorrow night. And I still think even with a match breaker at the end, still will be two two o five right yeah. in the time frame we're looking at. I think so, too. Yeah. Speaking of tomorrow night, let's talk about the standings of the teams and uh, just give us a a peek. So to recap the standings, uh, all of this information is available on ArizonaPBL.com, including the schedule and the ability to purchase tickets. The current standings are first place, Gilbert, Gilbert Gladiators, second place, Peoria Pythons, third place, Tempe Tornadoes. Now, all of those teams are one and oh. So it's a point differential that separates them from first, second, and third. Fourth place is Surprise Stingers, and fifth place is the reigning champions, Scottsdale Scorchers. And for people that don't know, our league is five teams, four placements for playoffs. So nobody wants to be in fifth place at the end of the season, and That's it right. creates an environment where it's a must-win situation, including tomorrow night where the Peoria Pythons are back and so are the Surprise Stingers. And the Surprise Stingers, I know, really, really want this one. I, I know both teams want it. But the Stingers, they didn't win a game last season. No. So I know that they are very determined, and they've been working hard. Uh, I think they're going to bring... They're going to bring their A games for And they played last week. Do you know what the point differential was? Wasn't it one? One. Yeah. It was so close. It was such a great match. Every, there were people that left the orchard and told me they went home and rewatched the match. That's how that good of good. a match it was. Yeah. We also uh, we have a surprise guest coming to Tuesday Night Pickleball tomorrow. We might even have two surprise guests. But do you know the first guest that is confirmed? It's a surprise, right? Uh, I'm ready to reveal (laughs) the surprise. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're going to have none other than future Pickleball Hall of Famer Morgan Evans back on the golden microphone. Whoop, whoop. Yes. I am I am very much looking forward to sitting next to him tomorrow. Yeah, he's in town. I don't know quite what he's in town for, but he reached out. Tuesday Night Pickleball. Yeah, he's in town for Tuesday Night Pickleball. We weren't an afterthought at all, were we, Morgan? No, 
well, never an afterthought. It's going to be a blast. He's hilarious. He is always entertaining to listen to. So make sure if you're not able to make it here in person that you tune in on the Dinks YouTube channel tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Yes. Specific time. Specifically Pacific. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> and by the way, on those standings, Scorchers were in the exact same place they are last year as they are this year. Good Correct. point. I mean, never count the Scorchers down. Well, on that note, there was a change this past week. Do you want to document that, speaking on behalf of the commissioner? Yes. Uh, I believe it was around 9.47 Pacific time. Um, I got a Scorchers request for a trade. They picked up Pesatione, who played on their team last year. I've heard of him. <laughs> so, uh, and they dropped PK, which he's still on the waiver wire if other teams are uh, wanting to pick him up. So it's going to be interesting. They got a new addition, kind of back to old school. We'll see if that helps them out, get back on the track. When do Scorchers play again? They're next week, aren't they? They the play November 7th, 7th against the Surprise Stingers. Okay. Mm. Going to be exciting. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Exciting things to come. Do you want to know who the second surprise guest who might come? Yes. You might know him as the other Orchard security guy. Oh, no. Are you aware of this gentleman who is in town? And I use the term gentleman very loosely here. <laughs> very loosely. Um, I hope he's been doing some training if he's showing up again because we need um, we need a little better production out of that second security guy than what we got last time. I mean, he's surely been working on his skills. AJ Kohler, we're staring down the barrel of this camera looking at you expecting a high level of security detailed production on Tuesday night, if you show up. Yes. And if you don't, then just do whatever you want, man. We still love you. Speak for yourself, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, OSG, I know that this has you rattled, but I'm hoping you can center yourself enough to get us to calming things down and saying goodbye. Hey. These things happen all the time in security. You need to be able to turn it on and turn it off. Pickleballers, when you're playing next time, I want you to think about a couple things besides how incompetent your partner is or the how they keep popping up balls and you get plastered with 100-mile-an-hour fastballs coming back. Or... If you think your opponents put any thought into that outfit that they have on. But instead, like we do here at TMP, pay attention to what is working and keep doing it. And in some cases, what is not. And stop doing it. Like our furry friends in the north, the Arctic hare, who changed their stoat. Yes, it's called a stoat. 
from brown in the summertime to white in the winter to basically stay alive. Anyhow, sometimes you may want to drive the third instead of dropping. Use a lob. Try to speed it up. Or, like my good friend Axel, Ro Axel Rose once said, Episode. Good night.